0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Bite-Sized Cybercrime, the podcast where we discuss cybercrimes and cybersecurity news. And for the first time so far, I did not hear this news from one of my newsletters or by looking up cybersecurity news, rather a different email in my inbox from a website called Have I Been Pwned. This website has a subscription service that will notify you when your email is found in a data breach, and well, I have been pwned. And chances are, if you use Twitter, you have been too. This has kind of been circulating around in rumors quite a bit, but last week we got confirmation that the data of 200 million Twitter users was leaked. So how bad is it? Here's what you need to know about the Twitter data breach. So let's start with what happened. Are we blaming Elon Musk for this? Well, No, not this time, actually. The breach occurred before Musk bought the platform, and in fact, much of this data is not exactly new data. At the end of 2021, a report was submitted to Twitter's HackerOne, which is a site used for people to demonstrate and report security vulnerabilities to Twitter themselves or for anyone else who uses HackerOne. People who discover the vulnerabilities may even receive a cash reward for doing so. The post outlined a vulnerability in an API. Now, An API is an application programming interface, and it's just a way for two or more computer programs to communicate with each other. It allows two different softwares to communicate with each other more easily, instead of, well, combining it into one software or manually doing other things with that information to get it to work together. The vulnerability with this particular API allowed anyone to input a phone number or email address to confirm whether it was associated with a Twitter ID. And then, yet a different API was used to scrape Twitter for these IDs, and these two vulnerabilities combined allowed threat actors to assemble profiles for users on Twitter who may have thought themselves to be anonymous. It was able to create a definite link between someone's email address or phone number and other personal information and their Twitter account, when normally this information is not publicly viewable. This flaw was fixed in January of 2022, which wildly enough was now a year ago, but it still hasn't stopped the data from being leaked this year. The first dataset related to this vulnerability contained data on 5.4 million users and was actually put up for sale in July of 2022 for $30,000, but... Later, it was just leaked for free on November 27th that same year, and apparently around that time, another dataset with the data of 17 million users was also rumored to be floating around. So, why am I talking about this now? Well, as you heard before, on January 4th of 2022, a dataset with the data on 200 million Twitter users was leaked, and it was valued on the dark web for… two dollars. Wait, seriously? $2? That's not a typo? How did we go from $30,000 for much less data to $2 for the... I mean, I guess the other data was leaked for free anyways, but that... this still seems like you should charge a little... at least do like 10 bucks. I don't know. I promise, I checked my script. This isn't a typo. I... I checked my sources again. It's its definitely... it says $2. Okay, I. we're going with that. I'll explain my theory on why it's so cheap later, but we need to get through some different context first. The data was released as a RAR archive with six text files, totaling up to 59 gigabytes of data across all six of the files. Each line in the file includes an email address, name, screen name, follow count, and account creation dates of Twitter users. This data is not a complete set of every Twitter user, however, and I was fortunate enough to be in the mix one time. which. I guess isn't so bad because I have multiple accounts. So you may be thinking, well, there's not really anything that personal in this data breach. No full names, no addresses, no credit card information, no dates of birth, not even hashed passwords so it's not like I can get hacked, so what, what's the big deal? Who cares? Well if you were thinking that, good job because I was thinking the same thing and that's my theory on why the data is going for so cheap. There's not a lot you can do with it, but there is still one big thing you can do with it. And if you guessed phishing, it would be correct. It's not the baddest of data breaches when it comes to what was actually leaked. We've seen much, much worse on this podcast, but when emails are leaked, phishing becomes much easier, and verified accounts or accounts with large followers are prime targets. Many people whose Twitter accounts end up compromised are used to promote other scams on their accounts. Whether it's crypto scams, products, or just turning them into bot accounts to do other types of phishing-esque schemes. This could be a coincidence, of course, but I did notice an uptick of phishing emails in the inbox that, well, I used for one of my Twitter accounts that was compromised. Some cybersecurity experts also believe that hacks on very random accounts of famous people like Ed Sheeran and Piers Morgan, yeah, I know, not at all related people, may be linked to this breach. It could be that all that was needed was a proper email address to send the right scam email. One of the biggest concerns people bring up is the potential to link anonymous users with real identities, as with real phone numbers and email addresses, it's not exactly difficult to connect those dots, and there's really not much that can be done in that case. What's leaked has been leaked. If you do wish to remain anonymous on any kind of website, making a throwaway email or using a service like 10 Minute Mail, which generates a random email address that is for temporary use, is a better idea than using a personal account email. Just remember your password. Other concerns are involving the GDPR, which is the EU's strict data protection law. The GDPR requires breaches like this to be reported within 72 hours of discovery, but, well... It's been unfolding for over a year and clearly that is not what happened. Some are concerned that fines will be imposed on Twitter or that the GDPR will force Twitter to halt operations in the European Union as a whole, especially if cybersecurity issues remain unaddressed in the future. I don't think the EU losing access to Twitter is very likely, personally, but large fines aren't outlandish. Only time will tell if Twitter improves its security and stays out of trouble, and in the EU. Was this a big data breach? Yes. Was this data breach a big deal that compromises everyone involved and exposes them to risks of hacking or identity theft? Not directly. Be aware of phishing emails and smishing or SMS phishing messages, especially from Twitter support, but changing your password is not necessary in this case, and no information that could result in identity fraud has really been revealed. My name is Chloe Tonus, and thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Bite Size Cybercrime, and I would also like to give a thanks to Bleeping Computer, Reuters, CS Online, and Cyberwire for information relating to this data breach. I hope you give the podcast a listen next week, and until then, stay secure.